you are probably familiar to the English expression, play to your strengths. And the question is, is that something that we value? And what exactly does it mean to play to your strengths? Well, there is a real life hashkafa of being well aware of what your individual strength is. What capabilities do you have? What unique talents do you possess? And if you know what those are, if you are aware of what they are, then you can seize them and hone in on them and maximize your potential through them. If Hashem has given you strength in a particular area, then you have a life mission, a God-given mission in that area. And that's something that you're supposed to embrace, something that you're supposed to work on. And once again, maximize your potential through that strength. Not everyone has the capabilities of thriving in the workforce. Not everyone necessarily has the capability of sitting and learning all day. Some people are equipped to lead a kahila. Some people are more equipped to be mechanchen. Some people possess several of these talents. But the point is you have to know which one is yours so that you can maximize your potential through it. But the question is, what kind of attention are we supposed to give to our weaknesses? Our weaknesses are not something that we are particularly proud of or flattered by. In fact, it's something that we're usually more insecure about. And we tend to sort of hide our weaknesses under the rug. And the question is, what is the Torah Ashkafa when it comes to our weaknesses? Yes, if I excel in a particular mitzvah or midah, that's the one that you're going to see me working on. That's the one that you're going to see me honing. But what about those areas where I struggle? Is that something that I'm going to give attention to? Is there a place for me to play to my weaknesses? And the answer is absolutely yes. And this emerges from more than one source in Parshas Bo. The first of which we find in the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh. Says the Chumash, HaChodesh HaZelachem, Rosh Chodeshem L'Chadshei HaShana. That this is going to be the first month for you. But what does Hashem emphasize? HaChodesh HaZeh. And explains Rashi, what is Hazeh? Hazeh is a reference to the fact that Hashem had to show Moshe exactly what the cycle of the moon looked like. And this is because this was a source of difficulty to Moshe. The Vilna Gon points out, the Chazal point out, that there were a few different items that Moshe Rabbeinu struggled with. And in fact, they are alluded to in his name. Right, we have the name Moshe, Mem, Shin, Hey. Mem is a reference to the menorah, which Moshe Rabbeinu had difficulty understanding until Hashem showed him the menorah in a fire. The Shin, subject to debate, might be a reference to the Shratzim or the Shkalim. Either way, Moshe Rabbeinu had difficulty in one of those areas, or perhaps both, and Hashem had to show Moshe once again what those things looked like. And of course, the Hey is Hachodesh. Moshe Rabbeinu had difficulty in understanding Hachodesh. Now, the, it's an interesting remez that these all appear in Moshe Rabbeinu's name. The question is, why, in fact, is Moshe's name an abbreviation, an acronym for that which was difficult for him? And the answer is because his life mission revolved around not necessarily what his strengths were, but around the things which were difficult for him. The things that were his challenges, that, in an even greater sense, perhaps, is where his life mission was. Yes, Moshe Rabbeinu surely would have to play to his strengths and do what he could, but Moshe Rabbeinu had a lot of weaknesses, and he overcame. Moshe Rabbeinu had a weakness when it came to speaking. He started off as, I'm not a man of words, and yet at the very end of his career, he has a whole sefer called Sefer Devarim, 
all about words. Moshe Rabbeinu is able to rise to the occasion and become a speaker. Not only that, Litzafaris Yisrael says that Moshe Rabbeinu had the nature of being someone who was actually arrogant and someone who was angry and someone who had negative midos. The famous story about the artist who tried to draw Moshe Rabbeinu's face and the psychologists tried to um, analyze his face to say what kind of nature he had. And yet Moshe Rabbeinu overcame all of the perhaps negative midos that were intrinsic to him. We see from Moshe Rabbeinu that we have to actually hone in on what our weaknesses are and not only improve, but apparently make a life mission out of fixing those midos. And I believe it was Ravi Strauss-Salanter who said that to change one negative midah is more difficult than learning all of Shas. And if all of life was only about playing into our strengths, which once again, I'm not suggesting we don't, we should play to our strengths and try to succeed in those areas where we have strength, use our strength for Avodah Hashem. But if it were only about playing to our strengths, what arm do you think we would put the tefillin on? We would say to put the tefillin on our strong arm. And yet, what does the Chumash tell us? The Chumash tells us, Al Yadcha, with the letter Hey. Now there are several drushas to explain why, in fact, we wear the tefillin on our weaker arm. These could all be found in the Gemara Menachos, Andaf, Lamid Vav Amid Beis, and Lamid Zayin Amid Aleph. However, the most famous of the drushas is Yadcha with the Hey, which refers to the Yad Keha, the weaker hand. We put it on the weaker hand. So why, in fact, is the Chumash in Parshas Bo suggesting that we put the tefillin on our weaker arm? Well, our arm, is, as far as the tefillin is concerned, represents our actions, which follows the heart. The tefillin of the arm is connected to the heart. And the heart is really the seat of our insecurities, our emotions. And that is where the Sahara lies. The Sahara tries to attack us where our weaknesses are. And apparently the Torah is telling us that we have a life mission of not shoving our weaknesses under the rug and ignoring them and assuming that if that's the mitzvah that I can't do, if that's the midah that I don't excel in, that I'm going to just ignore it. Yes, we have to seize and embrace the mitzvahs and midahs that we are good at, but we cannot by any means just decide that we will ignore our areas of weakness. But in fact, we have a life mission of binding the tefillin, binding the Ratzon HaTorah, the, the Ratzon Hashem, onto our weak arm and putting that weight on there, exercising and improving in those areas of weakness, making a life mission out of improving them, just like Moshe Rabbeinu did. Yes, we all have different strengths and we have to latch on to those strengths so we can be successful in life. But Torah is not for one area, right? The Torah is an area or is a force that's supposed to encompass our entire lives in the areas of our strength and our weaknesses. Thus, while it is so important to play to our strengths, and yes, we have to be aware of our strengths, but just as important for us to be aware of our weaknesses. Yes, to play to our strengths, but also know the right time and place and perhaps the right way to work on and play to our weaknesses.